Hello and welcome to the Skillshot Pincast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Graham. This is episode 68 and today the two of us are sitting around talking about some new games. Graham came and took a visit to Tacoma and checked out the Triple Knock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. My, yeah, that happened. It was my first time down there. That's really cool. After hearing so much for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice space. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Super spacious in there and like lots of seating, lots of games. Yeah, you mentioned spaciousness and that's something that I, I uh, noticed um, maybe like 45 minutes into being there, mm-hmm. like just sitting at the table waiting for uh, my turn on uh, one of the games we were playing, uh, how open the ceiling is in particular, oh, like totally. all the exposed uh, beams and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's it's weird how how much like having unused space like that just makes a, a space feel more mm-hmm. comfortable having some height opens up the room more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah no i really really liked uh, the triple knock and i will be going back sometime. oh excellent sounds yeah. great <laughs> yeah so our main goal there besides introducing graham to the wonders of tacoma pinball mm-hmm. was to focus on playing both jersey jack pirates and the monsters um two new games that he and i are both sort of learning the ropes on yeah yeah um you know what? Honestly, I enjoyed both games. Uh, the monsters maybe a little less mm-hmm. so, um, but uh, I, I don't know where to where to go with it. Uh, yeah, I, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wax re- rhapsodic sure. about Jersey Jack for a second because mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same way about almost all of his games, with the exception of Dialed In, and I think this is not a very unique uh, perspective, but here it is anyway. Um, you know, they're always trying so much; they're mm-hmm. throwing so much against the wall. And I admire that, you know, uh, they're colorful and e- extravagant. Um, they can be overwhelming because of that. But, uh, you know, it, it's always interesting to explore, even if it doesn't give you the payoff that you were hoping for. Mm-hmm. And so I, I liked uh, I liked Pirates a lot more than I, I expected to. And it's a beautiful play field, too. Yeah, definitely is a beautiful play field. Um, the one that at uh, the Triple Knock is the limited edition uh, 500 release, I think. So... We were kind of talking about the differences between that, um, saying like, well, I don't know how the other ones look because that's the only one I've played besides the one that was at the show last year, uh-huh. which had three spinning rings instead of one disc that right. spun. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. Um, and even in the animations, like you can still see the three discs spinning. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> um, our friend Jeff DeBach was playing with us and we had the intention of having him record with us today, but time constraints did not provide that. Um, so we'll have him on in the future. Yeah. Um, but he gave us lots of good insight and information about both games and pointed that out to us that the, oh yeah, there was three rings when I played it at the show last summer and now there's one disc that spins instead. Yeah. You weren't imagining it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always kind of think about that Lisa Loeb song because there's 32 different modes in this. So I'm like, it's 32 flavors and then some on Jersey <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. I'm like, I don't even know what, to, what guy to start with. And then when I picked one, I didn't even get to start with that guy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, why is that, Kayla? Let's talk about that. A so bit. if you are choosing a, uh, a mode to start with on Jersey Jack Pirates and you've z- zeroed in on the guy or the girl that you want on the back glass or the screen, um, I thought that just plunging after that would confirm that I've selected that character. Makes sense. And then the ball came into play and I went to flip it and then it had chosen the, the character next to that. You know, mm-hmm. it still changed it on the menu because it didn't realize the ball was in play, apparently. So you have to hit the the action button in the center to confirm that. Right, right. And yeah, Jeff Jeff said that uh, uh, if it had hit a switch, I think, or the right kind of switch, you know, before, before that, I had hit the flipper, then it would have counted it. But, sure. Um, go figure. Who Who's, who's going to 
know that. Like we're yeah. just so used to like that trigger to be the selection. But mm-hmm. um, there is another really cool um, component of the game that wasn't active on this game that maybe we should talk about since we're talking about characters sure. um, that you can plunder people's plunder. points, but yeah. also their characters. Mm-hmm. And I don't quite remember how he laid out how you do that. Right. But. That's a little bit fuzzy for me too, but um, <laughs> he had said that um, there's a setting within the game where you can uh, change the level of plunderness, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the plundericity of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and he said that it was even like, just, they really went the whole gamut of like getting into this swashbuckling theme. And so the levels of plunderation are like buccaneer, mutineer, or like whatever, <laughs> swashbuckler. I don't know. And he's like, I don't know which one's the easiest. Like, so he had to play test each one to see. Like... Oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can somehow set it up in the mystery shot where it will say that you can steal your opponent's character or um, their points or one of their balls. That's pretty which, cool. Yeah. I mean, there are there are a handful of pinball games where you can steal balls like, and yeah. Uh, what's a good example of that? Well, one where you lose balls, speakeasy. Oh sure, sure. On the roulette, it would be like minus one turn or minus one ball. But um, something like, gosh, I don't know, like mousing around or something, you can steal ball locks or right. Um, break shot, you can steal ball locks. Yeah, space station. Space station. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's cool that they incorporated that concept and then kind of took it a couple steps further. Sure. So it, it's like na- a version of screw your neighbor kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah, but how many? Thirty-two characters. I think it's thirty-two it? characters. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I I couldn't name four characters no, from those movies. I couldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> and who could? Right. Honestly. Davy Jones, Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and Kieran Knightley, the pirate. Orlando that is Bloom, the, the actress's name. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They weren't, Orlando and Kira weren't playing themselves? All right. What do I know? Right. I just yeah, assume that's... British people are pirates. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you kind of go, and there's, what, five chapters that you go through? I think And your me. progress for that is, like, at the top um, header of the screen. Mm-hmm. So each one has different color codes to um, how you start those chapters. I'm not completely sure on. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot that we didn't really uh, scratch the surface of. And mm-hmm. and again, we're hoping to have Jeff on the show here uh, in the future. Uh, and that's going to be a really good conversation because he is just oozing uh, knowledge out mm-hmm. of all of his pores. Like he just very effortlessly was walking us through a bunch of stuff. Like uh, the action shot, I guess uh, you can you can change the... Um, I don't want to say mode because that's not the right term, but the um, the function the focus of... focus or something. Yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the rollover uh, spelling pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see all the, the, the act, one of the really cool, here's a, a great example of something that Jersey Jack does well, uh, is the, the LED lights on the play field all mm-hmm. shifting in colors. And like in, in theory, if you know which mode you want, you don't even have to be looking at the little, there's an additional screen above right. the button there. But if you know which color you want, like you just look at the play field and there it is. Oh, mm-hmm. the light blue or the, you know, dark green or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which was so wasn't he like holding down the left flipper in order to start that like toggling through on the action button to tell what it was? Oh, you might be right about that. I think so, but maybe it was before he launched a ball. I'm not totally sure either. I I feel like he was doing it while he was uh, holding the ball. Yeah. Yeah, So um, anyway, yeah, a lot of a lot of things to crack there. Uh, One thing that we didn't get to see uh, that I had read about in advance and. I'm looking forward to seeing is is that cannon shooting from from the yeah. one ship to the other. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. 
And you had it open. We just couldn't make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't work. So that's, um, for those of you that don't know, it's on the upper play field, the boat that like teeters back and forth, mm-hmm. a little rock back and forth, yeah, has I mean, another set of flippers. So there's five flippers total in the game. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and then if you can hit enough of the stand-up targets and loops up there, it uh-huh. opens up that gate. And then it's a shot on the far left of the upper play field. Yeah, I think the, the ship keeps on teetering and you have to kind of time it. And there's a hole on the other ship the playfield toy across from it on the upper left and mm-hmm. and if you get in that hole yeah. I don't, yeah i gotta say i'm a big fan of um 3d playful playfield kind of things like that that uh that's happening more like an aerosmith where they shoot the ball into oh, the jack-in-the-box yeah that's super fun or houdini does that now too mm-hmm. and jersey jack like let's continue that trend absolutely <laughs> it's like leaning into the the one of the things that makes pinball so special like that how tactile right it is with a physical object there mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. I liked. I wish I could have seen it in person. Maybe yeah, someday I'll I'm do into it. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the spinning wheels a little bit again. Sure. Like, uh, are you? I, I I'm at a loss, and it seemed like when we spoke with Jeff, like he didn't have like he didn't have something in mind specifically. But like, was there really an additional function that that served aside from it looking cool? Um, I know that like the it, just the mechanics of it were mm-hmm. so complicated. That was why they kind of quietly dialed it back. Yeah, I think he was saying that maybe it was like too expensive to have three spinning wheels at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like spinning counterclockwise, like one right. would be clockwise, one would be counterclockwise. And then so. like another one on the Yeah. yeah. Um, but he said it doesn't really affect your gameplay unless the ball's moving qu- quite slowly. Right. And then it would catch it and like, you know, change the trajectory of that. But yeah, it didn't seem to bother me much at all. Like. No. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that spinning pizza, like, bothers me more than oh Jersey God. Jack pinball. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Me too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anything else to talk about with pirates? I mean, there's a million stu- things, right. but, like, anything else we're equipped to talk about? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, no, I think I think that's kind of a exhausted our knowledge of that for today. Yeah, and we'll, we'll expand upon it later, especially when we get Jeff on the show. Um, and, you know, maybe another time in the future as well. And if you've got tips, you can write in at skillshoppincast mm-hmm. at gmail.com uh, just to go over it. Uh, places you can play it here in Puget Sound is, of course, the Triple Knock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle it, Pinball Museum, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also Shorty's oh, and good. another castle in Marysville. Oh, good. So mm-hmm. they're, it's kind of all spread out, uh, but mm-hmm. all great locations. And I th- I don't want to speak out of school, but I think the Tacoma one is the only limited edition Oh, is that? There. I think you might be right. Uh, we, maybe the museum has a, an, an LE, but there's only 500 made. So. Yeah, we were playing what 459, I think. Yeah, it said. something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Uh, as as we mentioned earlier, there was another game that we were uh, aiming to focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the monsters. Yeah. And what's that? That's like the newest newest game. Well, from Stern at least, I guess. Yeah, I think. Pirates came out a little bit after that, huh? That sounds about right. Um, unfortunately I do not new, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is definitely one of the newer games. It's the newest, aside from maybe pirates, it's the newest game I've played. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, pirates was definitely at the, at the Northwest show last year, but it was still like the prototype version mm-hmm. and nothing had been routed or sent out anywhere. Um, and monsters was not there. So that's kind of why I'm saying like, Oh yeah, it's the newest one, but maybe, maybe it came out right before pirates was hitting locations. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of a similar like fan layout to like 90s williams games like attack from mars and monster bash mm-hmm. um medieval madness like you have five goals and they're each different characters and you have to qualify those shots um 
there's two ramps, there's orbits, there's... I'm not totally clear on what the function of Eddie is, since he's not a main focus of right. that. Right. Neither am I. Yeah. Eddie and Marilyn are both uh, ancillary. They don't yeah. have their own proper modes. Which I thought was kind of disrespectful to have the family pet be a future mode instead yeah. of Eddie. <laughs> Forget the son. You know? Sure, sure. Like, I get that, you know, Marilyn's an outcast. Right. Whatever, She's a weirdo, she for sure. a weirdo, yeah. a normie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, Spot gets a, right. a feature. Yeah. Go figure. Um, but I'm a sucker, actually, speaking of spot, I'm a sucker for any time a character pops out from underneath sure. a ramp or a staircase or uh, what have you. So, so you like the trolls and like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, the trolls were one of and my the first works or whatever on, um, on uh, hop it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abs- yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Surprise <laughs> me. Surprise me. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've talked about it ad nauseum on the show mm-hmm. before, but medieval madness was the first game that I really like got excited about pinball with, mm-hmm. uh, and uh so yeah the the trolls were one of the original like delightful surprises yeah. <laughs> for me they they really like frustrated me at first because sure. you know if you don't know what you're doing and like the ball is suddenly coming right back at you so yeah. fast like but you know now mm-hmm. i just now it's just nothing but love sure <laughs> is am i wrong too is on x-men nightcrawler is he a pop-up guy too i i think you're right i think so oh, hmm. it's been a while since i've gotten into like nightcrawler mode on on x-men though oh you know who it is? It's Wolverine is the pop-up mode. Oh, you're one. absolutely right. Yeah. It is Wolverine. If we're wrong, go ahead and write into us at skillshotpincast.gmail.com. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, Wolverines are totally underground all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's where they get the animantium. That's right. <laughs> at their this is, core. <laughs> this is canon. And if it's not, you can write into us at skillshotpincast.gmail.com, which uh, brings us to a new segment that we've already started called Fact Check, where <laughs> we say things that may or may not be true... And if it, uh, you know, if it ruffles your feathers, eh, yeah. let us know. It's skillshotfilmcast at gmail.com. Take those feathers, <laughs> dip it in a, a quill of ink. <laughs> Dear sir or madam. And send it by Al to your local <laughs> Skillshot office. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Munsters. So yeah, you've got Lily, Herman, Grandpa, who doesn't have a name. Um, yeah. Eddie, who's not a part of the game, really. And Marilyn. Also, in, for Marilyn, like you're getting rid of her boyfriends. Is that part of it too? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I did. You must, You went a little deeper. Um, it was like boyfriend departed or something like that. That's oh. what they call it in the mode. And I saw Jeff hit a couple of those shots where it happened. Um, where was it that I saw this? Um, so I don't really totally know what Eddie or Marilyn's purpose on the game are. Oh yeah, boyfriend departure is what it's called. <laughs> so you can bank up your boyfriend departures like. I don't know. And I've watched the show before, um, but I don't remember enough of it to be like, oh, yeah, that's a common theme that they're like, yeah, Marilyn always picks terrible guys to date. Yeah. I mean, and also, how are they defining terrible guys? Probably people that are pretty compatible with Marilyn. Yes. So Mm -hmm, because it's an alternate universe where everyone's creepy, ooky and spooky. (laughs) And altogether ooky. Yes. Again, that's skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Um, oh, that brings me... Uh, yeah, well, there are actually a few things I want to talk about sure. uh, with the Munsters. First of all, let's address Eddie again because... Uh, oh, so right. His got, origins. Yeah, we got Herman Munster, who is, of course, a Frankenstein uh, mm-hmm. or a mon- uh, Frankenstein's monster uh, analog. And uh, we've got his wife, Lily. Is that her name? Yes. Okay. And she's a vampire, as mm-hmm. is her father, Grandpa. Yep. <laughs> Grandpire, um, <laughs> and and then we have 
Eddie. Sorry, Grandpire is really, really funny. Like, it. we need to call in what you, what we do in the shadows. Be like, Grandpire is a character that you need to introduce. I like it. Um, so here's the thing. We very clearly have vampire lineage on Lily's side of the family. Um, and then we've got Herman. Who is created in a cemetery yeah. and lab. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then Eddie is half vampire, half werewolf. Which is what? Like mind-blowing yeah so either like maybe maybe it skips a generation and a dormant Herm- gene yeah something. and herman just has like some werewolf uh, background in one of his assorted parts sure or perhaps i i suggest to you that lily had an extramarital affair oh oh my goodness <laughs> i mean they're so loyal to each other like that just seems that's true she has to keep that under wraps like and who knows maybe they just don't want to you know air all of their maybe it's not even that dirty of laundry maybe uh maybe he's a child from a previous marriage Mm -hmm. and you know there's no problem with whether or not herman's uh, his biological father shouldn't really enter into it as long as he is given the love that he needs in that household right absolutely and then i was saying to graham earlier that maybe he was full vampire and got bit by a werewolf which is a very good point Mm -hmm. yes and um you know vampires and werewolves famously don't get along yeah, for sure. <laughs> Swear wolves, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, oh, yeah. Another another interesting thing regarding the Munsters that uh, I learned uh, when I was uh, just kind of idly browsing is that the uh, the the family is uh, technically um, authorized by Universal Studios, which is why Herman looks like the famous mm-hmm. iteration of Frankenstein's monster from Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. So let's see what it says here. Blah, blah, blah. Proposal for a similar idea was submitted to Universal Studios. So pe- two people came to them over the course of like 10 to 20 years with a similar idea. And so Universal Studios helped produce it. And mm-hmm. so basically the monsters are, if not canon, then at least like authorized, like yeah. given the green light, <laughs> which one could say means that Monster Bash and the monsters sort of exist in the same universe. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So riddle me back. Um, and I was recently listening to the the latest episode of How Did This Get Made, yeah. where they talk about Van, Van Helsing and how, <laughs> how um, Van Helsing is official Universal canon, and they were trying to make like a series of Van Helsing movies because mm. they use uh, Frankenstein and that to in order to you know generate a no a new um, army of vampires, and they're like birthing all of these vampire babies, which I wish that they had covered in the show, but. Once you turn to a vampire, like you're that age for life. So yeah. it's just an army of vampire babies like, like for eternity. And then you have to stake a baby and it's like really uncomfortable. Yeah, like, it is uncomfortable. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. They could have gone so many different ways, but. Yeah. That is, <laughs> that is something that I don't think gets discussed often enough right. in vampire lore is mm-hmm. how unfortunate it would be to basically be turned into a vampire at any age before i don't know let's say 16 and after 40 or 50 yeah you know you want to hit that sweet spot mm-hmm, but for sure it's yeah you can't, these no things pre- it's hard to time no prepubescent vampires right that's what yeah. we're trying to say the kirsten dunst uh, right. vampires for example mm-hmm. um uncomfortable indeed. yeah because then they're like in my heart i'm ten thousand years old and you're like Mm-mm, you're still eight <laughs> 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 uh, okay so in monsters we have two ramps mm-hmm the left ramp is for Spot and Raven. 
Mm-hmm. Also, another thing, yeah, Raven gets a whole uh, like function on the thing, which yeah. is like the alarm clock for the house. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, like the Flintstones alarm clock kind of thing. Like, <laughs> damn, Marilyn well, Marilyn Eddie got shafted. They really sure. did. They absolutely did. Um, but at least you know, in fairness, they they did double up Spot and Raven on the same ramp. That's so they're true. not giving them too much glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the left, let's see, or the right ramp, that's um. It just, it helps you advance towards spot, right? Like in light spot letters. Yeah. Um, I think it might have another function as well, but I couldn't tell you what it is off the top of my head. I think it's a the Maryland ramp sometimes too, where that's where you can get the departed boyfriends. Ah, uh, gotcha. Also, why, uh, maybe it was the title of an episode or something, but instead of boyfriend departure, they could have gone with like Deary departed or something Ooh. like that. Just saying. She's, Graham's trying to punch up a really old TV show. It's really... <laughs> Well, that's another thing. <laughs> apparently, apparently they've tried to reboot it a few times, oh. and there's another one potentially in the works that Seth hmm. Meyers is involved with. Seth oh. Meyers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go figure. So keep an eye out for that. Hmm. Um, and I wonder if you know there's much legs to that, and that's maybe part of why they made a Munsters, right? Like, hmm. wh- what was the impetus behind making this game of all games? I my instinct is cheap license. Yeah, yeah. Probably they probably went to a, a trademark licensing show and was like. Oh, well, that's not in our budget, but Munsters is in our budget. You think you can make it work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People like but, Adam's family, why not? Yeah. But let's just think real quick, like spitball about Munsters today. Who would play that? Can we get The Rock as Herman Munster? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic casting. <laughs> um, Gosh. Yeah, that's all I had right now. For, nope. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet we could get a good grandpa, uh, a good grandpire if we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, oof, off the top of my head. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe would be pretty good. Uh, my my submission, uh, Martin Sheen. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's been looking a little vampy for a while now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So Herman, uh, to, to get, you basically just bash him. Yeah. Um, I think it's like three shots to get it um, on the hurry up mode one. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I, I, can't, I don't really count as I'm playing, but I just hit it until it's like, okay, go ahead and, you know, Herman's got to go to work, get him in the car. Yeah. And then you hit him one more time and the ball magnetizes and sticks right there in front of him. So he's quote unquote a bash toy, but you don't really, I think it's like an opto that you go over in order to qualify that shot. And then once you get that ball to lock in there, another one spits out of the trough and into the play field and you're, you're supposed to hit it like Frankenstein style on, or Dracula style. I'm sorry. I'm like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sure. You want to hit that missed ball. That's like hanging on the play field. Uh-huh. So if you can hit the one that's hung out there by Herman, you'll start a three ball multi ball. If you cannot do that, you'll get a two ball. Yeah. So not the end of the world if you can't nail that ball, right. but it'd be nice. Um, Kayla question. Yes. Uh, is the monsters the best or second best game with Dracula in it? Oof, best. Okay. I, <laughs> I, it's no longer the late 90s, and I don't want to talk about Rob Zombie. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Though, was my first concert. Is that so? Yeah. Fantastic. Corn <laughs> and Rob Zombie at the Tacoma Dome. Uh, after when my I own was heart. 14 years old. Corn uh, was my favorite band for a good year. Yeah, um, I feel like a big well, a trick year. was Maybe played on our year. generation. Yeah. Like, have you watched Pen15 Club? I haven't yet. Okay. It's. <laughs> I hear it's great. It's great. Um, but like the first couple episodes, I was like, that kid's wearing a corn shirt. I feel triggered right now. Like, you know, <laughs> like that could have been me. Um, but no, it's really, really fun. If you're in your 30s currently, you will enjoy it. Cool. Um, and let's see. 
what else was like yeah dragula is on the left hand side as you mm-hmm. reference kind of here um so grandpa i mean not too old to drive no great um his eyes are still good so he gets in his race car and you can qualify that through the right in lane swats dragula letter mm-hmm. and then when you go in there there's all sorts of different um rewards that you would get like boosting a character so they're worth more during their mode when they're when you're in their active mode and then there's like that's where you collect your super jackpots also. right and that's kind of the a big key to to you know really ramping up the points in that game mm-hmm. is is get the multipliers for the jackpots and then hit that uh, little dragula right uh, shot and i can't quite remember how to qualify kitty how to get that lit which kitty is the multiplying shot Right. Which is just in between. It's a tight shot right in between Munster or uh, Herman Munster and the pop bumpers. Right. Yeah. Just a stand up target that you have to like really hit dead on. But that can get you up to six times uh, play field multiplier, I believe. And that's worth quite a few points. So that's when you want to collect in your, your super jackpots and your multi balls. But once you get all of, and then Lily is just the four stand up targets on the right hand side of the play field, which is super easy to start. Um, you can do it by accident. Just having the balls regularly bounce off of the walls there. Mm-hmm. And Raven, I think you have to do it after spot. Maybe you can do it before, but it's just that right ramp three times, start a Raven multi-ball. And so Herman has a multi-ball, Raven has a multi-ball. Grandpa is uh, collected at the scoop mm-hmm. and you do the enlarging ray, I think. Yeah. And that's just like different shots around the, around the uh, play field are worth, you know, excremental points. And and then from there, you've got your five monsters, and you can start Monster or Monster Mash, right? Monster, Monster Madness. <laughs> Monster Madness. Might as well be Monster, Monster Mash. Monster Mash, yeah. <laughs> Monster Bash. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, uh, it is a fun enough game, I suppose. Uh, like you were saying, pretty simple, pretty like obvious play field design. The left, mm-hmm. left ramp feeds to the left in lane, right ramp feeds to the right in lane. It's all pretty straightforward yeah. in that sense. Um, Herman, kind of a central shot like we've seen uh, dozens of times. Um, Jeff was, it, it's funny to keep referring to his opinion and his insight without him here. And, uh, boy, it's going to be great when we do have him. Sure. He was, uh, yeah, like I said, just a font of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was complaining about, uh, kind of the simplicity of the code. And thankfully mm-hmm. something that we've been seeing a lot over the last couple of years is updates coming out and make kind of evolving machines. Yeah. So hopefully fingers crossed we see that with the monsters as well. For sure. And then I guess the only thing else that I have to mention about it is the, um, ver- the difference between the premium and pros which i haven't played a premium or le though there is one at shorties um so the that one has an an extra flipper button on the left hand side which right. i'm like wondering what its function is is there another flipper on the play field then there's gotta be there yeah there yeah. must be. oh it's probably is it for the maybe for the the um mini play field or the the play field or the lower play field? It, it might be. Uh, yeah, I honestly couldn't say because uh, today was the first day that I ever played the Munsters. Right. Uh, so I'll, I'll try to rectify that and get down to Shorty's play sure. DLE. So when we chat with uh, Jeff about it, we can maybe drop some knowledge that he doesn't necessarily yeah, right. have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can hold down both of those flippers on the LE and get yeah. like open up an opportunity for a double super jackpot or double super, super skill shot. shot. Yeah, Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> no yeah. How exciting. Um, and then the premium and LE are in black and white, which I think that sounds really cool to play a black and white because I love the color scheme of Centaur, which has it's that with a splash of red. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. a it's a cool design choice, and yeah, especially when they still use color like in Centaur or apparently the the Monsters LE, mm-hmm. but just so sparingly, like sure. gives it more gravitas. It's like. Um, 
uh, I heard somebody made make this uh, comment about uh, producing music, uh, and, the, and it was about symbols. Uh, that using symbols too often, it's it's like somebody who just swears all the time. Oh yeah, and so it loses, it loses its potency. Its, mm-hmm. But uh, if it if it somebody never swears and then they like scream fuck sometimes everybody listens so you you use your symbols sparingly and the splash like really hits Mm -hmm. and same thing with the pop of color like really stands out nice uh nice design work can't be the boy who cries fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then what else oh i was gonna also mention um a reveal that happened this week was that the new jersey jack game will be willy wonka and the chocolate factory oh that's official now i believe so i saw at least two posts on facebook which basically means it's true yeah Um, yeah, I didn't look into it much more than that besides like seeing, um, you know, just quick talks about like, this is definitely the next game. And I think it's Pat Lawler and Jersey Jack doing Willy Wonka based off the Gene Wilder movie. And oh, really? Yeah. All right, cool. So pretty cool. My only joke was that the super jackpots taste like super, taste like super jackpots. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that should be a lot of fun. And this reminds me of something that, uh, I spent a little too much time on in our last episode, which we have not yet released, but by the time you hear it, hopefully you'll have heard that too. Uh, We were talking about games that had just come out or games that were rumored to be coming out, Mm -hmm. and everybody was hearing about how there was probably going to be a Black Knight game, and here I thought I was being all interesting by sharing the fact that, oh, it might actually be this or this or that instead. Mm -hmm. Then two days after we recorded, officially (laughs) everywhere, Black Knight 3000, Uh yeah. So if you have a rumor that you've heard and you want us to talk about it, we basically ushering in the truth of that rumor absolutely we're the two horsemen of the rumor apocalypse (laughs) once once we speak it it becomes you know born into the world (laughs) so you can send in those uh rumors or pinball wish lists Mm -hmm. at uh, skillshotpincast at Mm gmail.com um so yeah that's i mean the black knight 3000 I'll play. I'll definitely play it. I don't know how excited i am about it it looks pretty much like pin black knight 2000 yeah Besides, like, a knight with a... Has a shield and a mace, I think, right? Yeah, I think that's right. And the, the title is called Sword of Rage, which I'm like, why does he have a mace and not a sword? <laughs> like, why would you name your, the game Sword of Rage and not give your Black Knight a sword in the play? Also, kind of a lame title. Yeah. Like, Sword of Rage? Uh-huh. Okay. What's, it's just penis envy uh, kind of stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of redundant to, like, name a weapon after an... A an emotion, of anger. yeah, yeah. If it was like sort of uh, ennui or something, <laughs> then maybe you know there's some com- complex thought we can explore there. Uh huh. Sure. Go figure. Mace of joy. Or <laughs> Mace something. of joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. It's just it seems very generic. And yeah. then the like the plumage on that night, like someone mm-hmm. was commenting on one of those shares, like. Well, let me know how how long it takes to get those troughs clogged up with that, like, My Little Pony hair on the play field. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that wasn't a a great choice for them, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, always always cautiously optimistic, personally, for for a new game. I'm I'm looking forward to playing it. And then there's that whole, like, why reinvent the wheel? Or, like, if it works, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, sure. Sure. True. Um well, oh, you know, as we're recording this, um, the Tommy tournament, the annual Tommy, oh, Tommy tournament right. is probably wrapping up or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, we're not there. Uh, maybe with a, like Kayla and I made plans for this whole Tacoma right. day. And I think neither of us were even thinking about the fact that that was happening. Yeah. Well, and 
I guess the last Tommy tournament at the current Shorty's location, right? That's true. Oh man. Um, yeah, Shorty's is going to move in what? We don't know exactly. I've yet. heard May, I think. Yeah. That soon. Or like after, yeah, it's going to be after Memorial Day. Like um, the Powder Puff is going to be the last big tournament held there in that location. Well, Kayla, uh, on our way back up uh, from Tacoma, um, you were asking me about things that Gordon had mentioned at a, at our, our meeting uh, a week ago, I guess it was, mm-hmm. um, that you weren't able to to make. And I was not being very helpful because I couldn't remember much of anything <laughs> sure. since I was very tired that day. But actually, now that we're talking about this, I do remember him mentioning that he was trying to get that info out of Avant, but he had not quite oh, gotten it yet. So uh-huh. still a little bit of a mystery, but definitely happening this year for sure. Yeah, definitely happening def- this year. Definitely happening before the annual tournament. Yeah, November. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I believe I was talking to Maureen about it when she was um, talking about hosting the next Powder Puff. And she said that that was gonna, probably going to be the last tournament there before before they move. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And it's well, only a block. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just down the street. It'll be a bigger space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. I'll miss the old space. And especially just that little stretch there has been one of my favorite little favorite blocks in seattle for a long totally. time but you know what that's fine let's make it a two block stretch as mm-hmm. one of my favorites in seattle and i do love the rendezvous which is down there too sure um Maybe I would a, like to know when the moving day is because I can't imagine that they're going to rent a truck for most of the things. Yeah, you know? you're right. They're probably just going to run it down the right. sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I didn't even think about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so I would like to be like one of those people that jumps in and is like, hey, can, I can push that Twilight Zone for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wheel it around the around corner. Around the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll they'll have a day in the summer so it's not like liable to rain and they won't have to like yeah. throw tarps over things. And, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, should be interesting logistic move. I don't know. Yeah, we're getting into a really busy season. It's a it's a fun time. I mean, this is true for many communities and scenes and uh, whatnot. But uh, you know, we we've got a big stretch coming up. Uh, you know, the Powder Puff tournaments uh, around the corner. Just after that, we've got the Northwest Pinball and Arcade mm-hmm. Show, which is a little bit earlier this year, right? Like by a week or two. That's right. It's it's uh, that weekend that straddles the end of May and beginning of June. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's the cusp. They yeah. call it right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that'll be fun. Uh, and Kayla and I have a lot of, uh, cool guests in mind, uh, a couple old favorites, a couple new voice, uh, you know, voices that you might hear. Uh, we've talked about Jeff, um, and we're looking forward to getting him on here in mm-hmm. the next few episodes. Uh, there's a good chance we're going to have, a uh, our, our, our lovely friend and, uh, deep dulcet yeah. tones of Dwayne, uh, the back velvet on. voice, the velvet voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's always a little weird to tease content without knowing for sure that it's going to happen, but screw it. Yeah. Um, yeah. A friend of mine, not an in real life friend, but a Facebook friend that I was connected to by mutual friends, uh, Ashley Ludwig, uh, she does pinball restoration, uh, artwork restoration, uh, mm-hmm. I believe in Rochester, New York, and she is interested in doing an episode with us. I think that would be really cool to hear yeah. what she's got to say about that sort of thing. Uh, who are we forgetting? Oh, and then my friend Matt Stacks from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan is also interested. That's right. He plays in a band that doesn't have a great name, but they're called Bong Mountain. The band <laughs> itself is very good. <laughs> um, and yeah, he knows I feel that way and also like kind of agrees. <laughs> but it catches your attention, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're a Grand Rapids, Michigan band who I've seen play at festivals in Florida, the fest. And, uh, but I met him at Pinburg four years ago. So I was like, my two main interests are colliding here. It's kind of fun. 
Yeah, we were, I mean, at, at Pinburg, you had, well, at that point, it was 840 people in the tournament. And for him and I to be in a group together twice that weekend was yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may or may not, I've got an idea for a, kind of a, a live or day of thing that we might be able to pull off here for in one of our upcoming episodes. So fingers crossed it happens, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into detail with that one because I feel like it's less likely to happen. And so... It'll just be a nice surprise right. if it does happen. I mean, announcing your intentions before they happen is like the first step of shooting yourself in the foot. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm over foot injuries. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have a new skill shot uh, issue coming out, as we've alluded to. Uh, that is got, true. Yeah, we've got paste up in two weeks. Yes. Uh, it'll probably have already been sent to the printer by the time you hear this episode, probably mm-hmm. a, a week or two prior, uh, is my guess. Right. Um, which means that you will be seeing it in mid-May or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just in time for the show and uh, probably in time for Powderpuff as well. Yeah, I think so. I think that was the goal. Yeah, got a lot of great feedback about uh, the last issue, and I think you're all going to love this one too. Yeah, I really like our new format. I was scared at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't bad the first issue or so, but like right. we were finding our footing. And sure. It's been found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> very good stuff. I love the color issues for sure. Absolutely. Oh, man. What are we missing? Anything left here on the docket, Kayla? Um, No, I guess just my only like personal plug that I was going to say is that um, a week or so ago, I had a great night playing at the Triple Knock, and it's been a long time since I've had like $5 last me four hours. So that was really fun. Excellent. Like, oh, I was yeah. just having like a like a mind funk of a day. And I was like, all right, well, I, I was going to go to a show. I decided that I didn't have the energy to be around that many people. So I went and played pinball instead on a weeknight <laughs> or a weekend night um, and ran into a couple of folks that I knew, but mostly just focused on games. Spent my last 50 cents into Whitewater and kept getting replay after replay after replay, like huge scores, like around 278 million on Whitewater, nice. like over and over again. <sighs> That's such a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and because I threw in 50 cents and it lasted me like an hour, you know, mm. I kept getting replays. And then I finally got to like. Um, quite a, quite far on Deadpool. Like I got to the mech suit multi-ball. I got um, two uh, mini Deadpool multi-balls, like the Ninja Sword multi-ball, which is like pretty hard to get because it's that ramp that has to like s- like snick up and around too. Uh, uh-huh. um, and ended up getting 666 million on that game. Ooh. Like got my initials up, which nice. hasn't happened in a while. So yeah, it was an all around like pretty good night of just hitting shots that I meant to hit. Yeah. Pinball is underrated for uh, just mental health, like Mm -hmm. getting, being able to escape and then also feeling like a winner for some pocket change. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I don't really have any personal plugs here aside from the episodes uh, that we're teasing in the future. uh, Skillshot issue 54. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back in the saddle again mm-hmm. with you. Um, I'm really looking forward to talking with some of the folks we have coming up. Um, Same. Yeah. And we can't let that issue number on Skillshot, you know, usurp our, our episode number on Skillshot Pincast. No, not at all. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're in a pretty good position here. Like even if mm-hmm. we dropped off the face of the earth uh, for a year or two, I think we'd still stay ahead of them. True. But no, we, we're going to, we're going to put a bit good distance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, okay. One more thing. Uh, I I kind of made a quiet resolution, not New Year's resolution, because this is just like a resolution like a couple months ago. Sure. Quiet resolution to, if not like get it into like the habit of it again, at least make a few proper tournaments once again, because it has been years oh, yeah. and years. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I dust the cobwebs off of that IFPA profile, huh? Yeah, it's true. Now, mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, I I'm, I feel a little overwhelmed in terms of just the quality of players around here. Yeah. And, um, you know, the gravity for tournaments tends to be for like the the bigger ones, like mm-hmm. the, the the show showcase. Or yeah, the yeah. Shorty's annual. Mm-hmm. Um, so. If y'all have suggestions, which weekly should I jump back in sure. on? Sure. Write into us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Totally, do it. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Skillshot mm-hmm. and Skillshot Pincast. I will say just to grab onto your coattails for a second there, sure. it was weird to, because um, I've also been kind of out of the tournament circuit. I mean, not not as long as you have clearly, but um, like at least the last six to eight months, I haven't really been playing them. Mm-hmm. And I was down in Portland at Blackbird Pizza like a few weeks ago, and it was their league night, and mm-hmm. it was like kind of weird to be on the other side of the table mm-hmm. and being like oh what round are you guys on like i know what's happening like we use a similar format for the seattle league but for to be in a room where like no one knew who i was and i was like well i'm just gonna play lord of the rings in the corner here and oh yeah that's right i got like two shots away from valinor but you, know, you guys do your own thing because you know? <laughs> i was talking to my friend pierce in dc about that too it's like the level of play has gotten so high and but i'm like no, I can still get close to a wizard mode and I can still have a good game. So I'm like, whether or not I win in a tournament, it's not going to justify my, my skill of play. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're, you're a contender every time you step in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, skill-shot.com. Uh, get our pinball app. It's so great. I, I use yeah. it quite a lot, even whether it's uh, just getting information while we're recording mm-hmm. or if I'm out on the town and I just need to play a game or two, um, I'll, I'll pull it up to see what my options are. Speaking of which, I didn't plug where you can play Munster, so I'm going to use our pinball oh. app and look that up right now. Yeah. I know that you can play it at the Triple Knock, which we did, and at the Half Pint Pizza across the street. Yes. Uh, oh, and I while, while you're pulling that up, I just want to say, uh, not only was that my first time to the Triple Knock, but I hadn't spent any time along, what is it, 6th Avenue? Yes, yeah, 6th Avenue. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Um, like, you know, they've opened up an El Baracho. I bet that, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard good things about the pizza place. It's a record shop right yeah, down the street. Yeah. yeah. And it looked like a new Comic one. book shop and consignment shop a little further. Yeah. Tacoma's, yeah. Tacoma's, don't sleep on Tacoma. Mm-hmm. I grew up two blocks south of that place. Oh, wow. So, yeah, cool. not not too far from the neighborhood we were at. Um, so for the limited edition, you can play that Munster's, that Munster's limited edition, you can play at Shorty's. The Munster Pro, you can play at another castle in Marysville, which apparently has everything. Yeah. You know? Um, we should maybe take a road trip out there sometime. We should. Houndstooth Public House, uh, Half Pipe Pizza, which I said, 8-Bit, and the Triple Knock. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and uh, also, by the way, and sorry to spread these out, and kind this, of sprinkle yeah. <laughs> sprinkle all of our uh, plugs. Uh, of course, Twitter, at Skillshot. Uh, we're not super active on Twitter. Give us a good reason to change that. Yeah. That would be great. And of course, you can always write into us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Come at us. Come at us. <laughs> Uh, we forgetting any, any? I don't think so. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks.